0: Meditation is not a matter of either technique or belief. Those two must be ruled out at the beginning if meditation is going to be accomplished. It's especially important that you recognize that it does not require or even benefit from a belief in God. But a recognition that consciousness itself is a mystery. And is there sufficient humility to recognize that there are forces in consciousness that you do not control and even that you are not aware of? Including especially the source of consciousness itself. Even science all of the sciences admit that they are clueless in their attempts to understand consciousness. They recognize that it's essential, it's elemental in the universe, this has been proven by quantum physics, but it cannot be defined, It cannot be understood, it cannot be studied objectively. because the one who studies it is consciousness itself. But it is an inherent impossibility to be able to study those powers of consciousness which have created you as an artifact, a construct, that appears within consciousness. As Cohen said so eloquently last night, the ego is simply the brief elaboration of a theme, a tune, an emotion. And although a series of themes and tunes and emotions may arise, What unifies them? What enables a sense of continuity of consciousness? How can one be sure that the I that awakens in the morning is the same I that went to sleep at night? And is it? Meditation begins with not taking the I for granted. So rather than belief, it begins with doubt. In the same way that Rene Descartes, the famous philosopher who opened the modern age, began with a doubt. Do I even exist or am I a hallucination? Is all of this a delusion created by a demon? Today we would ask, is it a hologram Is it a matrix, is it a simulation in an experiment in a science fair in some extraterrestrial civilization? Is it a dream, is it a nightmare? But what is consciousness itself? It is this search for the origin, the derivation, the cause of our being, the source of our capacity for intelligence and feeling that enables a humbling of the ego that presumes to know who it is, to recognize in the emptiness, the emptying out of all of its assumptions, that there must be an invocation and an inward turning toward that source of our being which can only be accomplished through an act of grace. If and when meditation is successfully accomplished, it is the result of grace. It is given In the same way as in the Old Testament, the mana from heaven was given every morning in the desert. They didn't have any food in their rucksacks. And they were moving along and couldn't plant any, and it was a desert where very little was growing. But somehow every morning, the mana would appear. In our meditations, it is that same faith that the mana from heaven, the shakti, the illumination, the presence of that inner other, of that power that is the real self, will shine upon us, will grant us a glimpse or a realization of the fullness of the being that we are, that is beyond anything we can think we are. And that grace comes when there is love, wherein there is love for that unknowable source with that unthinkable and inconceivable presence that never fails us when we do not fail that. It is our willingness to show up, to sacrifice the ego and surrender its ambitions, its desires, its agendas, to the silent invocation of that which is the ultimate reality within us and beyond us. That brings about that moment for which we give thanks in a way that we give thanks for nothing else that will ever happen to us or be given to us. because what we receive in that moment of grace, whether that moment continues forever, or it leaves us with an indelible memory of the purity and power of salvation that is real beyond any dogma, beyond any sacred text, a knowledge that cannot be denied that gives us at last a certainty about the promised land beyond the desert of the ego's habitation. And when all of the fragments of the ego, all of its illusory self-images and concepts and objects of desire and fear have been sacrificed to that nameless source. And the dread of the unknown has been replaced with the ecstatic willingness to give oneself fully to that supreme power. Then the fulfillment of meditation is granted. And in that granting, that consummation, that union, with that power that only then can be truly known as God, but also as self, and also as emptiness, and also as fullness, and with every conceivable name and yet always with none, life begins. Real life begins. A life in which the infinite creative power of the imagination, of the intelligence unlimited by the blinders of the ego, and the identification with a body and with the fears of mortality will flow and fill the life in all of its dimensions of process and appreciation of beauty and truth and light and love, to be filled in every moment of the realization of that same presence without as well as within. In a holy communion with every particle and wave, that constitutes this universe. And in the glory of the gratitude of that realization that we are home at last. And that this love is eternal, unborn, and will never die. we know at last what freedom is. It is in the cultivation of this understanding and the energy, the will to silence, And to receive that grace. That the power and the integrity of our spirit to break the chains that bind us to the illusory attachments and identifications is also given us. So that no demonic energies, no anti-life energies, no residues of egoic sanskaras or tendencies or habit patterns can ever again impede us or block the flow of this grace that comes not from any individual, but from a source that is everywhere and nowhere and whose power has the one intention of liberating every being from suffering. And we are here only as channels and catalysts and enzymes of that miraculous transformation that comes through the compassion of those who have suffered and whose suffering has been lifted by the surrender of all that constitutes our separation from God and our rebellion against truth and love and goodness. to enable that beautiful river of light and love to reach the ocean from which there is no return. And that is the supreme liberation. May we all be granted that ultimate gift in this life here and now through our wholehearted surrender to the one being who can confer that bliss upon us.